Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. Welcome to How Preschool Teachers Do It. This is Allison Kentos. I am an early childhood educator. And this is Cindy Tarabush. I am an early childhood consultant. This podcast is for parents and early childhood professionals. Let our experience and research-based knowledge become your guide. Welcome back, our preschool peeps. Hi, peeps. It is the end of October, and... Although the weather has become somewhat unpredictable around the world with global warming, we can pretty much count on some kind of winter is coming. I don't know what kind, but some kind of winter is going to arrive. (laughs) And in many early childhood programs, winter signals the end of children going outside for a while, which I have to tell you, anybody who's worked in a classroom with multiple children or any program, family, childcare, anywhere with multiple children knows these children need to be able to get outside and move around. And so winter, while at first, if you have a gym and you go there or doing things in the classroom or in a hallway or somewhere, well, at first, that's all novel. That wears off pretty quickly. And we all start looking at each other saying, I wish I could take these children outside. Yes. Fresh air is really good for them, right? It's it. fresh air and being outside in nature actually resets the brain. It relaxes children. They, it decreases their stress level. It helps them expend energy. There's so many reasons why it's good to be outside. And yet many early childhood programs just start to go "Mm, weather. We're not going yes, outside. Let's weather. weather. But <laughs> I will tell you, most of the time it's not the weather, it's the teacher. <laughs> okay. Because I will take my kids outside no matter what, unless it's like downpouring. And even sometimes then I'll just tell the parents, like, bring in your stuff. We're going outside, you know, because I need it. I need to be outside. That's 
fine. But there were some teachers who were like, it's just a little bit too cold out today when really it was like 50 degrees. It's just a little bit too cold. I'm not going to go outside. It's it like, can no. be a program <laughs> thing, though, Allison. It could some, be too. Some, some programs are like, nope, we don't go outside in this weather, this weather, this weather, this weather, this weather, this weather. And, and I think my experience with licensing is that they have statements in licensing manuals like weather permitting or if the weather yes. does not permit, but they it's don't really yeah. They don't really clearly always define it. I know of some states where the licensing manual will say that the children should not go outside in under a certain temperature, under 32 yes. degrees, for example. Yes. But that's yes. not universal. So I, wherever you're listening from, that yeah. might not be the case where you are. Yeah. I feel like it should but, be. But, you know, though, I right? question that, I too. I, I question that, too. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's universal. But hmm. I question that because okay. we have coats, hopefully, and gloves yeah. and hats. And yeah. I'm not yeah. saying to spend a lot of time outside. You can go outside for just a few minutes even to experience right. the weather. And I think that's a key word right there, experience the weather. Because to me, the only way to learn about different types of weather is to be in it. right? And I'm, I'm not saying let's go outside for an hour. Or a half hour. I'm saying, let's put our snow stuff on. We're going to go around. We're going to look at the snow. We're going to feel the snow. We are going to smell the snow. We are going to smell the rain, whatever it is. And then we'll go back inside. Um, it doesn't have to be your typical half hour, 45 minutes outside if it's too cold. But the only way to learn about that stuff is to actually experience it. I, I think... You know, and, and people may say, oh, they experience it on their way into school. That's yeah. true. They experience yeah. it when they're outside yeah. there. Yeah. But there's something about experiencing it in that group of people that you go to an early childhood program with. And even, yeah. you know, I remember that there were times when we would put, be putting on coats and hats and gloves. And I remember as a teacher thinking, it's taking us more time to bundle up than we will spend outside it because it's windy or it's is. cold. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yes. It's taking us more time to do this. And I think that that's where some people get like, this isn't worth it. And in, in a way, I understand. I remember it being I like, oh, the amount of time it. this is taking. But also there's great value in just having children go and breathe in that fresh air for a mm -hmm. couple minutes, if at all possible, if it's within your licensing regulations. And, yes. and also... Rain, that's another one that even if it's a light rain, rain people tend to not. I'm not saying go out there in thunderstorms and torrential rain. Yeah. No. But yeah. I, I go out in but the light rain. A drizzle? A drizzle? A drizzle or just a little bit of to go out. a little bit of rain? So much fun. Yeah. It is so much fun. Yeah. The kids find it so exciting. And the only way I again to learn about rain and how it falls is to be in it, <laughs> you know. But like I also notice that when you go outside in the rain, their play changes because suddenly it's not just about like running around on the playground. It's about like what can we do with this water, you know? Or sometimes it is like let's go on the slide when it's a little bit wet. How does that change the slide, you know? Like as long as you're doing things safely, I say go for it. Why not be out there when it's drizzling? I think it would be a worthwhile thing for early childhood programs to ask for donations of rain boots, umbrellas, yes. Yes. Um, that sort of thing, so that we're not dependent on families. You know, when we say to families, 
we're going to, we're a program where we go out if it's a light rain, please send in rain boots and umbrella. Now I'm putting a financial burden on families. Right. Instead, if, if we, right, if we sought donations, you can mm-hmm. seek donations for that sort of thing. You can make wish lists. There are certain websites where you can wish yeah. things for your class. If we could get some sort of, uh, I don't know, stock of things that would help children to go outside and experience a little rain and have the adults feel comfortable, that would be so great. Though I can imagine trying to put up and then take down 15 children's umbrellas would be a thing. But I I yeah, think that but, it would be so beneficial to them yeah. if we did it even every now and then. I'm not even saying every yeah, time. Every, every time. now and then. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I, yeah. I've worked with programs that take the children out in the snow. It has yeah. snowed. The snow is over. And they, um, they make sure that they have a donation of heavy coats and gloves and mm-hmm. hats in case any child yes. needs them. They let yeah. the families know that we go out in the snow if you have the gloves, the hats, the boots that you yeah. need to send them in. Your child's bag or cubby cubby or whatever you have and so they were able to between what they were able to get on their own through donations and what families sent in and you know another way to get really great donations is to say to families of the children who are on the older side if your child has outgrown their Ah. gloves their boots their hats (laughs) please send the old ones in for the younger children so you can kind of source some of it that way right through outgrown clothing Uh, Or, you know, I remember I had somebody in a program one time, a parent who was like, I have all of these boy clothes and now I have a girl. And we were like, send them in. We'll take them if you don't need them because we'll use them in when we go outside and all uh, and to change children if they need it. So, you know, if we get these donations and then so these programs that I've worked with, they believe in taking children out in the snow. And again, not for an extended we're going to get frostbite period of time. It was a short (laughs) period of time where the children got to just be out there in the snow. And folks, it was so joyous. I can't even tell you the joy emanating from these children. So much so that the adults who had just spent, I don't know how long getting them bundled up, didn't regret it, right? They had no regrets because there was so many wonderful things happening out in the snow. And it had been so much fun. And by the way, you know, it takes a lot of, energy to be that excited and it wore the children out and boy did they sleep well at rest time (laughs) yes that's true that's true you ever take the kids out while it's snowing i'm not saying like a storm storm but like flurries because that is programs that have done that yeah super exciting where they look outside they're like oh it's snowing we're not gonna be able to go out i'm like nope we're going and they it's just so it's so joyous like they're just so excited the laughter is like so much laughter, so much smiling. It's just so cute. You know, like it's so nice to see them like that. I've certainly been with children when it started to snow and we were out yes, there and sort of got caught in or started, it started to rain. And yeah. I remember one time in particular when I was outside with a with young children and it didn't start to rain yet. So, you know, when you're trying to get your playground time in before the yeah. rain starts, yeah. you know, it's going <laughs> to rain, but you're really hoping to get like that half hour in. So we used yeah. to do that. We didn't just sit around and say, well, it's going to rain. It looks like it's going to rain. We're not going to go. We, I used to be like, let's go as fast as we can. And maybe we can get some time out there. Yeah. Um, and I remember 
being outside with the children one time and you know that smell you sometimes get before it rains yes. smell the rain. and we were just standing around together and we were saying do you smell that everybody smell smell that means it's going to rain i also taught the children something that my husband taught me and i think he may have learned it from being a boy scout or something but he <laughs> taught me that that leaves nature knows when it's going to rain and the leaves actually will turn and be kind of upside down to receive the rain. So the next time that they have predicted rain, go look. In fact, we were in the car recently with my son who remembered this lesson from his father from when he was young and it was cloudy out. And my son said, Oh, it's definitely going to rain. Dad, look, the leaves are upside down. And it did. It rained. The plants know. The plants the know. The plants know. Yes. And so they the leaves, you'll see the bottom side kind of be, turns up. I don't know how else to describe it. Yeah. As if yeah. receiving the rain, as if when you take your hands cool. and turn them upward yeah. to receive something. That is really cool. Yeah. It, it is. You, n next time, look at the leaves when I'm it's raining. Up. You'll see yeah. they're different. Yeah. Um, and I remember teaching this to the children and we were looking at the leaves and ever since that time the children through the rest of the school year would be looking at the leaves to determine on a cloudy day is it going to rain or is it not going to rain we had yeah. so much fun with that but so it was because fun. we got caught outside right before it rained so yes. it started to drizzle it started to drizzle on us and we were not dressed for it we were not prepared we didn't have any kind of boots on we didn't have any umbrellas or or hats or anything so in that case we took the children in but we had been out there long enough that we were able to talk about, oh, you know, we smelled the rain, we saw the leaves, what did the rain feel like? The children were talking about that it was cold and, you know, yeah. and we were talking about why the rain might be cold. It was so great. It was yeah, such a great such weather lesson. Educational experience. Yeah. And something they'll always remember, like your son remembers that lesson from yeah. your, your husband. And he's, this is something he's like that's, 30 folks. Yeah. He's 30. He's not a <laughs> this little might kid. This be something that the children will remember too. Like I learned yeah. this from Miss Cindy when I was four, that the leaves change, you know, like and the leaves change, and they turn. Just, mm -hmm. It's exciting, you know, or like sometimes those four-year-olds and five-year-olds go home and teach their parents these things, yes. you know, <laughs> and that's, yes. that's amazing and to, too. To say that my husband was proud of my son remembering that was an understatement. I'll tell you that. <laughs> we, he was Aww. like, wow, you remember that? And my son was like, sure, I remember that. Because from then on, I always looked at the leaves to see if it was really going to rain or it was just going to stay cloudy. Aww. So, I know. <laughs> There's wonderful things when you're out in the snow and you can try and catch individual snowflakes yes. as they're coming from the sky, sweet. right? see the designs yeah. in them and see how they're different. Like that's really cool. See all the crystals. Yeah. Yeah. And you're there not going to get that if you're inside. You're not going to no, see you're not. You're not going to get that even from bringing snow in. You're snow not going to, you're not going to see no. the individual flakes falling. Yeah. Yeah. There are uh, schools like nature schools, yes. nature centers that, yeah. um, and they focus on nature. They spend the majority of the year outside and you would, think if you had never heard of this before that they must be in a climate where they could do that that's not the case no, not true because they spend the majority of the year outside regardless <laughs> of the climate that they're in which is so yeah. interesting so cool. they yeah. they are right they are a yeah. nature school they go out regardless of the climate it doesn't matter to them 
Um, they have the means to make sure that everyone gets bundled up or whatever they need and the children yeah. get to be outside. And it is so good for their brain development, for their body okay. chemistry, for their yeah. mental health. It's good for everyone all around. It's good for every type of development that young children experience. It's true. So to the answer the statement, whether it's cold or not, it's <laughs> raining or not, it's snowing or not, <laughs> the answer is yes. It's a good idea to have some mechanism for going outside, even if it's for a short period of time. It doesn't have to yeah. be the whole 30 minutes right. or whatever. It can right. be a short period of time. I, I had teachers, when I was directing a program, I had teachers who used to come to me and say, I know it's cold out. Everybody's got clothes to be bundled up in. Can we just go step outside for maybe five to 10 minutes? And my answer was always, yes, you yeah. can. Yeah, mm -hmm. as long as everyone's protected, you know, yeah. I wouldn't send a child out there with no coat on or mittens on, but like, as long as right. you're all protected, go for it. Go Have for a good it. time. Go out for your five, 10 minutes, use your judgment. Yeah. And if a family comes and says, uh, you know, it's cold, I don't want my child going outside. The answer to that is, Every child who's healthy goes outside. If your child is not mm -hmm. healthy enough to go outside, then your child's not healthy enough to be in school. Be here. <laughs> yes. Yep. yes. Yes. You know, sometimes families will say, well, he's got a slight cold. I don't want him to go out. Well, if he's well enough to be here, he's well enough to go outside. Go outside. Yes. Also, you took to him outside to bring him happened. to school. Yeah. Yes. But like, <laughs> they took him outside to bring him to school. So I'm saying <laughs> he can go, the yeah. child can go outside. Um, <laughs> yeah, but there, there were times where I had to say that to families when I had to yeah. say, no, if your child is well enough to be here, then your child is well enough to go outside. If your child is not well enough to go outside, then your child's not well enough to be here. Right. And because that, once they're there, they need to be able to participate in everything that the school is about, yes. which is one of those things is going outside. 100%. hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Um, all right. So I hope that as whatever weather we're getting this winter, last winter was very mild where we are. It was barely yes. a winter, kind of yes. not a winter, which yes. by the way, I don't fully object to, but I know it kinda has to do with global it. warming, which is, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yes. I kind of liked it, but, but you know, it's a global warming issue. And I know that that's not great mm -hmm. for the planet or for us, right. yeah. um, but whatever winter brings, I hope that you will think instead of thinking, when do we not go outside? That you'll think what when and how do we get outside how do we get outside yeah mm -hmm. flip that question a little if you yeah. find really good places that will donate things or you have a really good method for getting donations for inclement weather uh, what am i looking for inclement weather equipment for children please let us know go to howpreschoolteachersdoit.com send our contact form let us know where you've gotten things or what you've done so that we can share it with everybody. Yeah, that would be nice. Okay. All right, folks. We will catch you next time on the podcast. Bye, peeps. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you. About making your life easier. About extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330. 
or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.